genre. This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome to Theme Park This, the only podcast that dares ask the question, can we build a theme park sponsored solely by toy commercials and sugar cereal? Mm. My name is Brian Green, and with me today, I have Kyle Crane. Hey, I'm full of Maltamil. Maltamil, oh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Scott Corelli. I foresee a large generational divide in this one particular (laughs) episode. (laughs) Uh, so yes, uh, there is a bit of a generational divide. You're smack dab in the middle, Scott. Yeah, we're each about five years apart from the next person. I think uh-huh. is that is that about right? I think I, so. I think so. About yeah. Oh, I'm not sure if it's that far between us two, Scott. How old are you? I'm 23 or thir- 33. 23. <laughs> 32. Uh, 32. Going to be 33 in like a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> you just look 23 yeah yeah <laughs> baby face that baby there. face <laughs> yeah i guess i guess it's it's not a five-year uh, uh difference between you and i it's more like a two-year difference but i wish i was 23 two, man two three years oh man i, wish um, I, was I, I don't again. i don't being 23 was awful yeah um, yeah <laughs> all right so what are we doing today uh so we are talking about saturday morning cartoons we are going to build Ooh. a theme park uh around saturday morning cartoons and so first off let's talk a little bit about that uh yeah Y'all grew up watching Saturday morning cartoons, I'm I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's go let's go historical um and in, in historical order and we'll start with Kyle. Oh, Kyle, God. did so, they have we, cartoons in your age? They did. We <laughs> painted them on cave walls and we flashed uh, <laughs> torches in front of them. Yeah, I so the earliest uh Saturday morning cartoon I can remember are like uh Cubert had one and there was one for Rubik's Cube and the Rubik's Cube had little arms and legs and would run around and like the Smurfs and uh yeah, I watched um uh, I was very immature and still very immature. So I watched Saturday morning cartoons like pretty much all the way up into the end. So, um, yeah. What about, what about you guys? Uh, well, what, what, what cartoons specifically? Oh, like what were my favorites? What, what, yeah. What were your, what were your favorites back in the day? I think like during my prime cartoon watching time, I really loved captain in the game master, uh, the Nintendo oh, cartoon. If you guys yeah. ever saw that, I've uh, never I, seen it, but man, I, I need to, cause it's, you know, yeah, it's it's, right it was alley. definitely definitely early day. I think it was still around in like reruns in my early days of TV mm. watching. Um, yeah. uh, but uh, but like I think my earliest one that I caught from the very beginning was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. OK, um, yeah. so it was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Muppet Babies were like my two big ones mm-hmm. growing up. Um, that was kind of my era. What about you, Brian? Uh, so for me, Saturday morning cartoons typically revolved around Nickelodeon. Uh, was my was for me. But uh, for today's show, I'm staying away from Nickelodeon because I want to do a Nickelodeon episode specifically. Sure, sure. And- yeah. See, to me, Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, I, uh, look, I'll be totally honest. Part of this was because I was poor. Um, but it was all, it was all network cartoons for me. I didn't have Mm. cable. So, Mm -hmm. um, everything was network cartoons. We were joking before we hit record about, um, how, uh, noon would, would roll up and, and, uh, in comes the soul train. Um, (laughs) and there ends the, the Saturday morning cartoons. Um, Kyle and I were talking about that and Brian didn't know what we were talking about. And I think it's, I think it's mostly because you probably had cable. Um, and I did did not, (laughs) 
I know um, about Soul Train just because of like Simpsons jokes and stuff. Sure. Like yeah. the Soul Mass Transit system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was such um, a depressing feeling to see that that train, you know, choo choo across the screen. It was like, that's it. Now I gotta go outside. You know? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> no. it's over. That's not fair. Um, yeah, I mean I, I you know, I watched cartoons probably a lot later than I should have when I was a kid. Uh like as far as, you know, based on like what my friends were doing and things. But um, I, uh, I, I watched cartoons cause like my next brother, my next youngest brother, the first brother that I had was five years younger than me. And then two years later, another brother. So it was just like, I was hanging out with them and they were really into cartoons. So it just, I was like, yeah, I, I still like cartoons and I just like watch cartoons. And so I probably watched cartoons well into like being like, I don't know, like 12, 13 years old. Um, like every oh, Saturday morning, I, I yeah. watched them later than that. So you know, well, I, mean, I still, I still, I still watch them. I'm talking specifically about Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, like okay, waking up on Saturday morning and watching cartoons with my brothers, um, <laughs> probably well into my early teens. So here's a question: Did they still have Saturday morning cartoons? No, no. Okay, no, no. Well, well, everything's well, on Netflix these days, and yeah. yeah. That's a good point. When I was yeah. in my in my mid twenties, I worked uh, master control at a TV station, and sometimes I take the Saturday morning shift, and I would have to do the Fox channel. And Fox still had like a pretty good lineup going into the early two thousands, but I don't. I yeah, I, I guess y'all are right. There's nothing anymore because I, I don't see that on TV. So that era yeah. would have been like Static Shock and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no Fox Kids. There's no Kids WB. Huh. Um, all of that stuff is is gone. I think there's. There's still some like after school blocks mm-hmm. um, of 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 stuff like on Cartoon Network and things like that, but not not on the main network networks right. anymore. Just Judge Judy after school now, I think. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. right. Love um, me some Judge Judy. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. Can we theme park uh, that? <laughs> I, <laughs> All the judges. I yeah. mean, eventually, right? It's going to happen. I think at some point <laughs> we're going to uh, run out of things eventually. Yeah, it's either going to be that or the People's Court. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, talk about Judge Jeanine Pirro and her, you know, turn on Fox News. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, maybe we can each do a, a, a judicial a judicial um, park of some sort. Oh, uh, dibs on Night Court. Um, I feel like we have to make enough money on Patreon before that finally happens. And someone really has to really want it to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's so not it, one folks, we're going to do that. by choice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we'll make it a Patreon goal. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's let's talk about uh, what are we what are we doing here? What's, yeah, let's introduce our lands. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, can I go first? Just because, as of the time of our recording of this, it is raining cats and dogs outside, and I think my internet's going to go out. So let me try to get mine out of the way first, if that's all right. All right, all right. Sure. Okay, go ahead. So mine is going to be Muppet Baby's Land. Oh, uh, Muppet Babies, probably one of my all time favorite cartoons. Loved yep. it. Love anything involving the power of imagination. And yep. that cartoon had it in spades. So what I'm thinking here is a land um, kind of in the vein of, uh, of Toy Story land over at Hollywood Studios right now. So something kind of like a family land, probably capping out at kids like age 11. So this is really more geared towards families with younger kids. So mm-hmm. Muppet Babies land. Uh, Brian, we're going to have some doubling up, I think. Oh, see, we got really close to tripling up because I almost did Muppet Babies. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I think 
you know, I, I, I mean, let's really talk about Muppet Babies because, like, sure. I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. I would not be the human being that I am today if I hadn't seen every episode of Muppet Babies mm. five times a piece when I was a kid. I'm right there um, with you. Yeah, because Muppet Babies b- both like birthed my love of the Muppets. It because like I saw Muppet Babies first, and so then I saw the Muppet movies, and I was like, oh wait, they're adults. Like that. That's <laughs> that's the order of how my brain uh, experienced the Muppets. So, um, yeah. So like Muppet Babies, like that's how I I I learned to like Star Trek, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, all of that. My first experience with any of that i those those IP, any of those franchises, all came from Muppet Babies, Superman, oh. any of that all came from Muppet Babies. Um, and so without Muppet Babies, I don't think I would be the nerd that I am today. Um, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Muppet Babies rules. Um, anyway, my land is not Muppet Babies, though. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. It, it is not. But I, but it, my attraction is. But I'll get there. Um, okay. So my land is – I wanted to just kind of – I was like trying to just like go a little meta with my land. So like my land is – Saturday morning cartoon land like that's what it is like it's it's more broad I didn't want to go I didn't want to specify into a particular cartoon because there were so many that I watched and not for nothing but a lot of them kind of deserve their own episode um I think like teenage I I thought about TMNT and yeah yeah I I nixed that for myself because I was like I we can't just we can't just waste that on this yeah Um, and uh and so you know when it came down to it i was like okay i just want like a saturday morning cartoon thing and then i was like okay what does a saturday morning cartoon land look like and the only the the first thing that came to my mind and something that i've never seen as like the main street in a in a in a park or, or or a land or anything is um basically like you know kind of like a back lot sort of area where it's it's um like a city neighborhood with like fire escapes and little shops and things like that and so kind of similar to like um like sesame street you know mm-hmm. a little bit like that uh, so like so this is the first thing that came to my mind and so that's the that's the theme i'm going to stick with for my my main area um but then i i get a little more specific in in my restaurant attraction and e-ticket ride all right yeah looking forward to it what about you brian uh, so for me, I decided to go with Animaniacs, uh, and you know this one is. Uh, I, I was a little hesitant to take it just because you know the 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 studio theme park has been done so many times, and you know sure. you can't have Animaniacs anywhere other than the the Warner Brothers lot. Sure, uh, but I, I had to go for it. I love Animaniacs. It's uh, I think it's the best of of the Steven Spielberg cartoons. Mm, uh, of, of that era i think you know you know tiny tunes is out there uh what was that uh was it freakazoid was, yep, was one of them Pinky yeah the i brain. think anime yeah pinky the brain uh which came from animaniacs of course mm-hmm. uh but that's what i decided to go for because it's my favorite of all of those okay uh yeah i mean you could you could like just honestly i mean depending on what you've got there's a there's a world where you could just throw that on the uh the the wb uh, lot on Bur- in Burbank mm-hmm. oh, yeah. they do because they do that tour that's pretty mm-hmm. and a pretty immersive tour and so if you wanted to just like have a part of of the the tour because it's like a you know yeah you get on like the little the little train tram or whatever but there's also lots of parts where they park and you like walk around and stuff mm-hmm. and so yeah I've done that tour before it's good yeah yeah so you can just have like a portion where they like just pull up to the tower and then it's like <laughs> yeah welcome to Animaniacs land <laughs> oh, we'll get back to the tower 
Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So, uh, Kyle, let's hear let's hear about Muppet Babies. Yeah. So the, I'm picturing this to be like taking place in Nanny's backyard. So Nanny, of course, the caretaker of the Muppet Babies, never really found out if she was like a mother figure or like a caretaker or something like that. But uh, the Muppet Babies were always hanging out in Nanny's house in their playroom. So um, I watched a few episodes of the Muppet Babies to prepare for this. And oh. uh, surprisingly enough, there are none, <laughs> no less than three theme park themed episodes of the Muppet Babies, which is a Whoa. lot of fun. Yeah. And uh I just did a search for one that kind of had a food uh, based around food. And uh, there was an episode called Invasion of the Muppet Snackers, which Mm -hmm. basically on the episode, the Muppets find out that Nanny is preparing something that they heard the ingredients sound disgusting and it smells bad and they think she's going to serve them some bad food. So the entire episode's about like them collecting food, stuff like that. So I kind of thought about like, well, what would a Muppet Babies based restaurant be? And I figured it'd be cool to have guests enter Nanny's kitchen, but everything would be oversized so that like you're the size of the Muppet babies so you'd be eating basically on tables set around the uh, nanny's table and in her cooking area uh eating food um since the muppet babies is a show that's focused on imagination i thought it might be cool if the meals were prepared in a way that made them look very bland so for example everything's got like food coloring to make it look like just kind of like grayish or white but then it would still retain the flavor of what it's supposed to have so imagine (laughs) you get like almost like a white steak but then you cut into it and it's uh you know like (laughs) uh i can see brian is not digging this idea but um, (laughs) But, but, uh, so everything would kind of like uh, like trick your senses. Like everything is going to look boring, but smell really good and then taste delicious. So <laughs> I feel uh, like really I weird like, idea. So I feel like I, I feel like eating in the Muppet Baby's land would be similar to like getting food at like a like a goulash, so like yes, a yeah. gulag or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh <laughs> God, gulag, it's yeah. a nightmare. In a Russian prison, they would serve you yeah a completely gray steak that would taste uh, amazing though. So uh, yeah, that's just kind of the general idea. It'd be nanny's kitchen you would be very small and you'd have to use your imagination to make the flavors of everything pop so uh yeah that's the muppet baby's restaurant scott what about you uh so i just have something called the saturday morning cafe and um what what i want this to be is uh you know it's it's i think it's going to be like mostly breakfast food um but uh it will also have like Elements in the breakfast food that are um, themed to uh, uh, different Saturday morning cartoons, like of course we're going to ser- serve gummy berry juice, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm picturing like toast with uh, TMNT ooze jam. Um, of course, a cereal bar because how could you mm-hmm. not, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's it's going to be like a breakfast all day kind of uh, kind of place, and uh, lots of themed food to different kinds of um, Saturday morning uh, cartoon fair. And uh, I think, uh, you know, I, th- I think it could be a fun place to eat for kids. Oh, I've yeah. got an idea for, uh, for a dish for you. Okay. Uh, okay. So like chicken and waffles, but instead of like, you know, like elevating it, we could like bring it down a notch, like to more kid level. Yeah. Uh, how about with like dinosaur chicken nuggets on it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I like that. I'm on board with this. I want I that. I like that. Definitely. We would definitely have whatever it is that uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman ate in Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Oh, Mr. Maybe T-Zero. like a big breakfast machine. Oh, breakfast machine, please. As, <laughs> as part of the part of the decor of the place. Um, kind of like the show that they have in. What is that in Tokyo Disney? Yeah, it's the uh, pizza place. Yeah. The Pan Galactic Pizza Port. 
yeah. uh, with Tony Solaroni. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, my wife and I, we went in there for and sat in there for probably about 45 minutes to get out of the rain and watch that show <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, it, it was good. Yeah. So something like that with a breakfast machine. Um, definitely the uh, the the Pee Wee's Big Adventure breakfast, I think, would be one of the options, uh, including the the Mr. T cereal topping. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and and I think I think the 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 justification for that, of course, is Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse. Right. So I think Ooh. that I think it plays. So yeah. there we go. I love it. All right. Cool. All right. So my restaurant. Uh, so. Honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie, lie to y'all. Uh, I, I did this based on just because I had a pun. And one of my favorite segments of uh, Animaniacs is at the very end uh, was the Wheel of Morality. Mm. And it's where you know they would they would recycle the animation every week. It was the same animation, just different dialogue. And they would spin a wheel, and this little printer would print out a, a nonsensical mor- moral for the episode. Uh, so I've decided I want to do the Meal of Morality. <laughs> and uh you go in and you spin a wheel and that decides what you are going to eat that day wow and great. uh so it could be something great you could be getting a you know lovely steak you might you know get you know a boot yeah because <laughs> you have an to edible pay... boot i would yeah, an edible boot yes yes it's going to be edible but it's going to be a boot yeah that's okay so is yeah. this based on whatever they had left over the next day in excess? They just kind of the wheel <laughs> yes. to stop on that. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 could be, it, it could print out whatever it wants to. The wheel yeah. doesn't isn't doesn't really adhere to any guidelines about <laughs> what it actually lands on. So I love that. Yeah, I wheel would, of I morality. Would turn, I'd turn, turn. Give us some calories that we can burn. Nice, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> All right, shall we move on to attractions? Yeah, Kyle, Let's what you got? It. So I have a very simple attraction because I kind of went all in on my on my e-ticket ride. Uh, but after watching enough Muppet Baby cartoons and the footage of the Muppets as babies in Muppets Take Manhattan, there was one thing that kind of like was in everything, and that was Kermit's rocking horse. So mm. kind of thinking about it for a while, like, okay, well, that's um, how do we translate that into a ride? And I was like, okay, well, this is supposed to be a land for little kids and their families. What about a carousel? But then all of the horses on the carousel are rocking horses. So it's basically oh. instead of like going up and down on the poles, it would rock smoothly back and forth. So uh, just kind of a family style attraction with uh, rocking horses. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a horse on everything. Could be like mm-hmm. a rocking bear. Could be like a so sort of like uh, the kind of same kind of movement they have at the rides outside of like Walmart. But yes, maybe yeah. maybe a larger range of mo- motion. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking so. I'm thinking so. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's a good nice. way to put it. So yeah, that's little great. kid ride, little uh, Muppet Baby carousel. So that's really cute. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Oh, thank you, Scott. What um, about you? Well, so uh, my attraction is uh, basically your entire park. <laughs> 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 it's called the Muppet Scott. Baby's Imagination Park. Scott, Love you are it. such a tryhard. <laughs> Um, well, I just thought like, oh, it's like a kitty land. Like that, that, that counts as an attraction. It's not yeah. like a whole thing, at least to me. Um, because, especially because I'm not going to probably go in. I'll walk through and be like, oh yeah, look at that. That's cute. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's called the imagination park and it's all, um, little like amusement park attractions. And each one is, uh, based on a uh, a muppet baby's like imagination and so you know there's like a there's like a train a little train that goes around the park there's a little carousel there's a little boat ride um there's a little like dumbo style like little airplane ride um 
And they're all sort of just like, you know, they're all like one is like run by Gonzo. One is Kermit. One is Miss Piggy, et cetera, et cetera. And so like each one is sort of um, themed to something that you would imagine that uh, Muppet to be like really uh, into uh, in terms of like their imagination. Um, So I imagine like I imagine like the train is probably um, uh, probably Gonzo, because I think you could probably get the weirdest with a train. Um, a, a train ride as far as like stuff that you could see on the train ride. <laughs> um, I'm thinking the, uh, the carousel could probably be like Miss Piggy's carousel and it would be like, you know, some sort of like, um, I don't know, maybe some vaguely like Broadway themed carousel of some kind. Um, and, uh, and, and Kermit, um, you know, the ever, ever the uh, courageous adventurer, at least on Muppet Babies. Uh, um, he could, he could, uh, maybe be in, you know, his imagination could take over the, the little, uh, uh, plane ride. Um, but yeah, just, a just, a just like a little, a little kitty park called the imagination park. Um, I'm not picturing anything bigger than like, I don't know, Mickey's Toontown, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really yeah. cute. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I went on, on a very similar track as well. Uh, my, my attraction is called Brains Lab, uh, you know, Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this, uh, you go into a pre-show room. Brain wants to shrink humans down to mouse size so he can experiment them on them the way humans have experimented on him. Uh, guests are going to be inside of a uh, inside of a cage, and it's going to be like a human-sized cage. And he is going to shrink you down with his shrink ray. And when he does that, all of the walls of the cage are going to extend out and Ooh. up to make it seem like you are shrinking down and getting oh, smaller. Nice. Uh, the prop for the sh- the shrink ray will also be exchanged with a larger prop, uh, larger identical prop. Uh, Brain is going to leave. He's going to uh, tell Pinky to guard the humans and tells them not to open the cage no matter what. Uh, but of course, being Pinky, of course he... Uh, he presses a large button and opens the cage, which lets the guests out into Brain's lab, which is going to be like a playground area, uh, an indoor uh, indoor playscape uh, themed to Acme Labs. Uh, there are going to be slides, kitty rides, play places that are all made to resemble beakers, microscopes, scientific equipment. Nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. I thought I love so. That. Yeah, it's uh I was I was thinking something along the lines of uh, what they used to have at Hollywood Studios, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, mm-hmm. play area yeah yeah uh, but i everything on a giant scale i thought that sounded fun yeah especially with the science mixed into it i think that's yeah really for cool. sure because the because the honey i shrunk the kids playground is is just like you know nature yeah. which is which is cool and it's from the movie and I, I get that but uh i think i think the idea of like large scientific equipment would be really fun too yeah, yeah very sure. different also with that yeah. Um, I will say I am I am uh, uh, a little upset that we didn't all pick Muppet Babies uh, so that we could have changed the title of this episode to Oops All Muppet Babies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can come back around to it in a year when people have forgotten about this episode. Well, it has to be it has to be an accident. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 why the Oops is there. Like It'll so happen. so. Yeah, so so at some point in the future, we're gonna all come to the table with the exact same thing, and that episode is gonna be called "Oops, all whatever it is." Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, for one, can't wait for that to happen. Oh, it'll be magical. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of magical things, Kyle, tell us about your e-ticket ride. So my e-ticket ride, Scott, is your attraction. This is Muppet Land. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I said earlier, I watched a bunch of episodes, and there are no less than three separate episodes of the Muppet Babies imagine themselves going to some sort of an amusement park. Uh, so the premise for this is that 
the Muppet Babies uh, are going to go to a theme park, but unfortunately, like it is right now for me, it's raining really bad outside. So instead of going to the theme park, they have to stay inside and build one with what they can find around them and their imagination. So it'd be a traditional dark ride that takes you inside the minds of the Muppet Babies. So the artistic design is something that's very important for this one, because like in the show, usually the Muppet Babies would build something out of like cardboard maybe they would take a, a radio flyer red wagon and put like wings on it and then all of a sudden it would be like a biplane and they'd be you know dueling with the red baron or maybe that was snoopy or whatever but anyway <laughs> they um you know they would go on these little adventures in their mind with whatever they could make up around them uh so i wanted to kind of take that aesthetic and put it into a attraction and what i thought would be really cool is um Let's say you go into a scene in this attraction and you just see like cardboard or white poster board or something like that. And then all of a sudden you start seeing what the Muppet Babies would see. And through the use of projection technology, all of this stuff would come alive with whatever scene you're supposed to have. So uh, I'll get into that here in just a second. So um, the loading area would be Nanny's Garage. So guests would get into an Omnimover that's styled to look like a radio flyer red wagon, which is kind of the oh. thing the kids use in the in the cartoon. Or the kids, the Muppet Babies, whatever. Uh, so then you would exit and go into Kermit's Wild West. So you would enter into Nanny's living room, which the Muppets have set up with cardboard, duct tape, crayons, markers, things like that, to look like an old Wild West town. Guess, as guests would travel through, they'd hear a clip-clop, clip-clop of a horse, and all of a sudden Kermit would come in on his rocking horse and, and welcome guests, go into what is supposed to be a barn, and then through the magic of projection technology, the barn would suddenly turn red. The entire town made up of cardboard would turn into what looks like an old West town through the uh, all of the materials the Muppet Babies used to make everything. Kermit would come out of the barn then on what is an animatronic real horse, and he'd be dressed as Sheriff Kermit. So as he moves through the crude barn, he'd uh, or moves out of it, he'd, he'd tell you, oh, you know, you need to go into the saloon where there's a show waiting for you. So, you'd, you know, the radio flyer would go into the saloon uh, where we would see Rolf on the piano, Fozzie uh, kind of there uh, as a bartender, and then Miss Piggy uh, with a bunch of can-can dancers behind her as the uh, as the uh, entertainment there. So, you know, as you're like traveling through the town, I'm picturing like Animal maybe in the uh, the jail or, you know, like Scooter and Skeeter outside, like trying to shoe a horse or something like that. You know, um, then I, I tried to pull a couple the of these things. Muppet. What's that? I said Skeeter, the lost Muppet. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hardly knew ye. Uh, so then I'm, I'm guessing the second one would be like, uh, I think uh, on one of the episodes, Fozzie had created a Waka Land, which was kind of circus themed. So you'd go into like maybe what would look like a, a tent fort uh, made out of like blankets and things like that. But as you cross into it, all of a sudden it becomes a three ring circus with Fozzie as the ringmaster. And maybe the Muppets dressed up as like lions and elephants doing uh, tricks. Kermit and Miss Piggy overhead as acrobats. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Piggy's Fairytale Land. You would exit out of there and go through what's well, a crude cardboard-looking castle. And as you enter into it, it would become like a courtyard for a castle with Muppets jousting and maybe Animal as a court jester and Piggy as a princess. Kermit in like a full, like a, I guess maybe like a night suit made out of pots and pans. You know, just kind of like the stuff that they would use to make their uh, their adventures. Kind of like in in the scene with what looks like what we would see through their imagination. So like a realistic looking uh, castle court uh, mixed in with uh, pots and pans and things like that. So uh, then you would pass, you'd go up a hill which would be animals jungle adventure. So it'd be kind of like a j- adventure land type area where animals swinging back and forth on a vine. And as you get to the top of the staircase, it'd become Gonzo's hall of horrors. Whereas you're <laughs> passing through the hall of horrors, all the different doors would open up to Nanny's different rooms. And you would see Gonzo introducing you a different monster, which would just be Camilla 
middle of the chicken made up to look like a Frankenstein or a Dracula or something like that. <laughs> uh, then the uh, it would finally end going down Scooter and Skeeter's Thrill Tunnel, which would be kind of a, a uh, Tomorrowland themed uh, roller coaster. So you go up uh, through Animals Adventureland and then back down through the Thrill Tunnel, which would take you into the finale, which would just be all the Muppet babies in their uh, playroom kind of performing a musical number that's in the kind of the 1950s style music that they would always have on the show where like you see fireworks going on in the outside and everything would end as nanny would open up a door and ask everybody if they're having fun so yeah that's it that's the uh that's muppet land which is kind of uh through the uh the eyes of the muppets and using their imagination so this yeah. is a very cute episode y'all yeah <laughs> like this that, is adorable it's adorable <laughs> i that that e-ticket ride rules i yeah, I, I, love it. I loved it it's so good Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. What about you, Scott? What's your e-ticket? Um, so mine is uh, so it is a it is a simulator ride. Now, right now, I have I have a tentative main character because I'll be honest, I tried to find a Saturday morning cartoon character that was known to be a scientist. I couldn't really find one, <laughs> hmm. um, it, which which was weird. Uh, certainly not like any any character that wasn't like just like a you know, like barely a guest star on, on something. Um, so I ended up the, I ended up making the main character, Bill Nye. I don't think he would agree <laughs> to being the host of this ride. Um, <laughs> but, but let's, let's pretend because Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, was a Saturday morning, uh, show. It wasn't quite a cartoon, but, um, bear with me. He, so, he, he was already in a theme park, you know, we, so, he was in yeah, well, Elements Energy Adventure. That's true. That's true. Where he he talked about uh, how great fossil fuels are. Um, yeah, totally uh, so, in character for him. Yeah. So maybe maybe <laughs> maybe the fact that this is out of character for him as well uh, won't be as bad because at least it's not evil um, right. <laughs> the way that Elements Energy Adventure is. <laughs> um, uh, literally making the world a worse place. Um, so uh, this is a simulator ride called Channel Surfing where uh bill nye has uh basically missing the days when he was um the sort of uh educational capper to uh, a morning of, of saturday morning cartoons he has created a uh, a simulator ride that allows you to travel between saturday morning cartoons um oh. called the channel surfer and uh and so you uh you board the vehicle and uh you you ride um between like into the worlds of different uh saturday morning cartoons i'm thinking along the lines of like nicktoon blast and 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 uh uh hanna barbera um those rides uh but this is more in the vein of like star tours or well i think it would have to be more in the vein of star tours because the big aspect of this is like okay you ride the hanna barbera ride you ride that nicktoon ride you get three lands and the ride's over um, so you, you, you know, you visit three cartoons and that's it. It's like, I think in, in Nicktoon blast, it's Rugrats, SpongeBob and rocket power. I don't mm. remember that right at all. I don't remember what the third, I knew it. What, I know it, it wasn't Jimmy Neutron. The, yeah, it was Jimmy Neutron. I know it ends with, with, um, the chicken dance, but I can't remember what, what the third cartoon is. But then like the Hanna-Barbera one is like the Flintstones, Scooby-Doo, and then the Jetsons, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so with this, there's so many Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, you 
come in and it is called channel surfing. He has no control of where you're going to go. You're just going to visit these different lands. And so like star tours, the adventure continues. It's going to be a randomized selection of three different Saturday morning cartoons that you enter the world of. So, you know, you might start off in the sewers from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then, uh, you know, end up in, um, I don't know, in uh, New York with the real Ghostbusters or, um, you know, go to uh, the Muppet Baby Nursery um, or uh, on an adventure with the, the DuckTales or, or Darkwing Duck or whatever. And, it, and it's going to be completely random every time, um, you know, the X-Men 90s animated <laughs> series, you know, whatever. Um with uh with with Wolverine just like crying at that that picture of uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever um and uh and yeah so it'd be it would be uh something like that where you're just you're literally um in a a vehicle that uh channel surfs you through uh various Saturday morning cartoons that would be oh, really cool fun. especially with kind of a, a a modern rendering of all these different worlds in their animation mm-hmm. style yeah that yeah. would be very cool yeah yeah that's a lot of fun all right cool Thanks. What about you, Brian? Uh, so mine is called Movie Lot Mayhem. Uh-huh. Uh, guests are recruited to be uh, to be Warner Studios security uh, during orientation. Uh, they're uh, you're being oriented, and they are telling you how uh, how you're going to do your job. But then Yakko Wacko Dot take over the broadcast and tell the recruits that they should l- just let the Warners do what they want. Mm. Uh, guests board trackless dark ride vehicles uh they're made to resemble golf carts uh throughout the ride the security guards attempts to catch the warners will be thwarted by the riders uh the security guard is going to eventually catch on to this and realize that you know you're in cahoots with the warners Uh, and he is actually going to trap both you both the riders and the warners uh when the riders are trapped they're actually going to be sent up an elevator uh, it's going to go through the roof of the show building and out. Uh, so it'll go completely outside and into the Warner Brothers water tower. <laughs> so you go into the Warner Brothers water tower. Uh, you're going to be in a, It's going to be complete, completely pitch black so that all you see are the cartoon eyes in the dark. Uh, it's going to be oh. Yakko, Wacko and Dot. Uh, they're going to be trying to figure out, oh, how are we going to get get our, new, our friends out? And so uh, Wacko is going to... Uh, rig up some TNT and he's going to blow the doors open. Uh, what you don't know at this point though, is that your car has actually been locked into a boat. And uh, when the doors blow open, water is going to spray and push you down a giant log flume hill oh, out nice. of the water tower uh, <laughs> and down to the studio lot below. I did not that's, think that's where you were going to go with it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, yeah, I wanted it to be along the lines of rise of the resistance with this trackless vehicle that, does more than you think it can yeah 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 secret water ride that's cool yeah um, that's a cool idea and it can't be really much of a secret because it's going to be visible in the rest of the park but sure it's still gonna be fun yeah Yeah. i like it it's cool that's awesome thank you yeah um all right well i guess i guess that's it this is a short episode this week (laughs) (laughs) we're very succinct and we're just very sweet today you know yeah yeah yeah. um i yeah i mean you know i think that there is definitely an opportunity to uh i i guess revisit this but the the problem uh becomes again i think a lot of the saturday morning ip that we would want to use uh you know could very easily be um its own park uh yeah or its own create its own three lands i know ninja turtles certainly yeah for sure yeah so um 
yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll revisit a lot of these concepts. I don't know if we'll end up doing another Saturday morning cartoon episode, but this was fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you want a couple uh, want extra content from theme park, this be sure to, uh, back us on Patreon at duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, at the $1 level, you get access to our fast passes. And at the $2 level, you get access to our retheme this, our sister podcast, where we take classic attractions and retheme them with new IP. Uh, mm-hmm. You also get access to a lot of other dueling genre content, including Scott Pilgrim Minute that Scott and I are on. Um, yeah, and also be sure to like us on Facebook and uh, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at Theme Park This and Theme Park This on uh, Theme Park This podcast on Facebook, and join our listener group as well. Do it! Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Have a great one. I hear the Soul Train coming. Bye. Bye. Bye.